No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey, it's Mike. Thanks for listening to No Thanks Needed. There's a cyclone blowing outside my house as I record this today, and I'm going to get on with it. Um, if my little dog Charlie is right, uh, the storm outside is about to blow the roof right off my house. Never mind. We'll press on. Let's go. No Thanks Needed. Sport. Huge weekend in sport just gone. Grand final weekend, AFL, NRL. And of course, on Saturday night, for the first time ever, my hometown of Brisbane hosted the AFL grand final. First time, probably the last time that it will ever happen, unless, God forbid, the coronavirus is still with us next year. And it won't be. Trump keeps telling us there'll be a vaccine anytime soon. I think he promised it before the election. The American election is one week away, so you might want to get a wriggle on. Anyway, it must have truly pained the good people of Melbourne that Brisbane hosted the AFL Grand Final. Now, I had a little joke about this maybe a month ago when it was announced, but really, deep down, I know that the AFL Grand Final belongs in Melbourne. It belongs to that city and its people. We had it on loan, and I hope we did a good job with it. I feel like we did. And whilst I understand it is Melbourne's event, and we were just the custodians of it for one year, I really don't understand why they felt the need to bring some turf up from the MCG where the game is normally played and lay it along the sidelines of the Gabba. Like, really, what genius came up with that idea? What was the point? Taking a remnant of former glory days and laying it onside the current effort, on that basis, I should take the back seat out of the first car I ever owned and put it on display in my bedroom, and I won't. You know why? Because it's a dumb idea that makes no sense. Speaking of dumb ideas, why is it so hard to get the pre-match entertainment right at these grand final events? There was nothing actually wrong with the acts they had. It was just a bit downbeat, a bit introspective, not very grand final, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like in terms of sitting around contemplating my existence, I've had most of this year to do that sitting at home. I'm ready for some good times. I was really glad when Andrew Stockdale from Wolf Mother came out to play. I wasn't even sure if he's actually a rock god or if he was just so much better than everything that had come before him that night that my perception was kind of skewed. Because when the first acts came out, I found myself thinking, who is booking these acts? Is Meatloaf a booking agent now? Is that what he's doing? Is he putting in these acts just so we'll all forget about what he did, get the taste of his show out of our mouths? Because after all these years, when I think AFL Grand Final, I still think of Meatloaf. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. And I wish he hadn't have done that. And speaking of the AFL Grand Final, did you happen to see the two clowns that ran onto the ground fully clothed? I'm sorry, if you're going to interrupt the game, I want it done properly, okay? The other year, during the State of Origin, the third game, some guy ran on naked wearing his joggers. Now, I I didn't mind that because potentially he was giving himself the best chance to outrun security, make the spectacle last longer. I'm okay with that. But if you're going to waste my time and interrupt the game and you're fully clothed, it's not that I want to see you, Willie. It's just that I want the spectacle of the whole thing. Anyone can jump the fence. You could just be taking a shortcut to the nearest bar. I want to see fully nude, shoes optional, and obviously, given the times we live in, I think you should probably wear a face mask. Those security guards will be getting quite close to you. There will be no social distancing during your arrest. No thanks needed. TV. Now, if you haven't heard the news, let me tell you, Australian Idol is coming back to our tellies. That's right, Channel 7 made the announcement this week that they have swiped yet another show that was once moderately successful for someone else. It's the best they can do. They're having a go. They don't have any hit shows of their own. They're borrowing old ones from other networks. That's okay. Curiously, 
They're not showing it until 2022, but I think they announced it now to give Osher Ginsberg time to jump ship from Channel 10 and head on over to Channel 7 to get back on the show that made him famous. Maybe they could even fish out James Matheson from whatever kebab shop he's been working in and get them both back on the TV. Maybe they could dig up Mark Holden, Marsha Hines, even Ian Dicko Dickinson and get the old gang back together. I can picture them now looking for the button that makes their chairs turn around and wondering why they just don't. You know, the real flaw of that show for me was that when someone did really well, Mark Holden would get up out of his chair and swing his arm around and yell, touchdown, but we don't really have touchdowns in this country. Although it's not like he could go, try, because they're all trying. Some of them just can't sing very well. They're also filming a new version of the Celebrity Apprentice Australian Style. The Apprentice, of course, is the show that made Donald Trump famous in America, which begs the question, who will be our big boss, our grand poobah in the Aussie version? Currently, they've got an English guy penciled in, a guy called Lord Sugar, who I've never heard of. I mean, if it was a dating show, they could call him Lord Sugar Daddy, which would be more fun. America had Trump. Who have we got that's the equivalent of him? Is Clive Palmer any good on the telly? Maybe, and I'm just spitballing here, maybe we could do something a bit different. Let's get an Australian that everyone admires for their fighting spirit, someone that knows what they're doing. I reckon Dawn Fraser. Let's get Dawn Fraser on there with her no-nonsense, no-bullshit approach. She'd be like, you're a dickhead, mate. You're fired. That'd be perfect. And the list of contestants is not bad. Michelle Bridges from The Biggest Loser, Shana Blaze from The Block, The Veronicas are in. They're playing as one person, but they're tiny people, so that's probably fair enough. And Australian Ninja Warrior contestant Olivia Vivian. She'll be the one doing the backflip up the desk at the end of each episode. I say, let's combine the two shows. Australian Idol contestants, well, most entertainers hate the idea of working a day job, so The Apprentice will take them right out of their comfort zones. And most apprentices that I know just want to cut out and get to the pub. That's where the entertainers that I know excel. Sounds like a winner to me, especially when they all turn to the bosses one and say, piss off, mate, we're not coming back till tomorrow. Australian Celebrity Apprentice Idol. It's perfect. No thanks needed. Was out and about the other afternoon, drove through the Brisbane suburb of Chermside out on the north side there, and I saw a sign outside of hairdressers that caught my eye. It said, free clipper cuts for hot tradies. And I just thought to myself, there's a lot going on with that sign. You know, first of all, why? Maybe, maybe they're just looking for new customers and it's the old give them to them free and maybe they'll pay for it next time trick. But maybe, just maybe there's a, there's a hairdresser toiling away inside with a freshly broken heart. And her co-workers have looked at her in her toil and simultaneous trouble and gone, no worries, Cheryl, because every hairdresser has a Cheryl. No worries, Cheryl, we'll find someone nice for you. Nicole, get the blackboard out. And up goes the sign, which in turn leads me to think, what sort of a guy sees that sign and says, I'm a hot tradie, you bet your ass I am. Do I need a haircut? As a matter of fact, do I do? And he goes in. What's that conversation like? G'day, ladies, I'm here about the sign. I'm here for the free clipper cut. I'm a hot tradie. What happens if they take one look at him and go, you are bloody not. The sign clearly says, hot tradie. You're not bloody hot, mate. You're not even a mildly attractive tradie. You're more, geez, I'd need to be hammered to take you home level. It's just awkward. And I imagine if no one in the salon wants to do it, they've got their plan B. They'll go, oh, we're all busy, but our apprentice can do it. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, that'll do. Thank you. Hang on a sec. Derek, Derek, we've got one for you. Mate, come back. Derek does great work. You'll love him. 
Ah, sorry, Derek. Gig's off. No, thanks needed. All right, we made it through the storm. Well, we literally did. It's still blowing a gale outside. And I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Thank you for listening to No Thanks Needed. I'm Mike Van Acker. I'll chat to you next week. No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Produced by the Podcast Boss.